Welcome to Pricing After Dark, the podcast in which an economist answers pricing questions from business owners, product managers, and freelancers just like you. Today's question is as follows. My company is selling a product that has a defect that is known to us. Is it ethical to avoid revealing the problem to our customers? The question you're asking is an important one and makes me wonder about a great many things, not the least of which is why you're asking an economist like me for ethical advice. Nevertheless, what a company reveals about its offerings can have a tremendous effect upon its pricing power. For that reason, I'm happy to take a crack at your question. But first, of course, we do need a disclaimer. I'm not a lawyer, nothing in here constitutes legal advice, and as usual, please don't sue me. If your defect could result in legal action, I would strongly suggest that you consult with a lawyer immediately. And now on to my answer. Issues of litigation aside, should one operate under the caveat emptor, let the buyer beware methodology, and just hope for the best? Or would it be prudent to be completely honest? As always, the answer is it depends. I've come up with six factors that you should probably consider when thinking about your product's defect. Other variables may come into play, depending upon the particulars of your unique situation, but this list should prove very useful as a starting point for your deliberations. The first factor is visibility. You know the old riddle, right? If a tree falls in the forest and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? The question is as relevant in the world of business as it is in philosophical texts. If a problem is permanently invisible from buyers and users, what's the point of bringing it up? Readers of my blog probably remember that my car received a few cosmetic scratches during my trip up north. If I were to sell my car, would I reveal the damage? Probably not. Not to toot my own horn, but my handiwork with the paintbrush was truly a thing of beauty. I've asked many people to examine my car, and not a single one was able to spot the location of any small scratches or damage to the paint. The second factor is severity. Not every defect is a serious one. For instance, my software for editing audio recordings crashed today. Although I was briefly annoyed, I didn't lose any of my work, and I was able to restart the system in just a few seconds. As a result, my feelings about the software remain largely unchanged. Some defects lead to much more serious consequences, including lost fortunes and even death. The third factor is the value of a strong reputation. Some companies rely on their reputations. Tiffany & Co., for instance, can charge a lot of money for its jewelry because of its sterling reputation. Other firms couldn't care less about their brands. In some marketplaces, buyers may not even know who manufactured their products. Don't believe me? Ask a random person for the name of the manufacturer of the light bulbs in his bedroom. My bet is the average respondent wouldn't have a clue. The fourth factor is the clarity of responsibility. Even when a problem is discovered, the final recipient of the blame can be hard to predict. In many cases, firms are able to credibly foist the fault of an issue upon their users, pointing to issues such as improper maintenance procedures, handling techniques, or usage patterns. You might not think that premium brands would ever resort to such behavior, but who can forget when Apple told customers that they were holding their iPhones incorrectly? The fifth factor is the industry and marketplace norms. Different levels of honesty are expected in different marketplaces and industries. Buyers in some locations may be shocked at anything less than a full and complete transparency. Others have come to expect sellers to stretch the truth a little bit, or maybe even more than a little bit. 
It's all well and good to hold oneself to the highest ethical standards, but doing so may lead to significant disadvantage in certain markets. And the final factor is abundance of adversaries. Some people, firms, and industries have collected a wide range of foes. As a result, they often find themselves working under extreme levels of scrutiny, with each and every decision analyzed and second-guessed. Between ambitious reporters, aggressive competitors, angry protesters, and others who simply have an axe to grind, some firms will find it too risky to hide even the most insignificant defect in their products. It can be difficult to know exactly where to draw the line when it comes to honesty about defects, but hopefully this list will prove useful as you arrive at your final decision. Thanks for listening to Pricing After Dark. If you'd like to learn more about pricing, monetization, and how your business can improve its profits, head over to my website at taprun.com. You can subscribe to my free email course, read through my writings, and even contact me for a consult.